You are listening to HypnoKink News. This is a kink-themed podcast, so if you're under the age of 18, please leave. Like, seriously, go away. This is for adults only. Hi, everybody. I'm the secret subject. And I'm Alison. And you're listening to Hypnokink News, the uh, podcast that's all about news yeah, and hypnosis. Is. Wow, it we're is. actually yeah. covering news again. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we have a running joke here that it's it's not drama, it's just news, because normally we cover the latest Twitter drama in the hypnosis kink well, community. it's not really drama, it's just hot takes, and then we discuss the hot takes. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I guess I like playing off the idea that there's no drama in the hypnosis community, even though there's tons of drama in the hypnosis community. Yeah. Oh, boy. But anyway, today we actually have something very serious to talk about, so I don't know why I'm laughing already. Yeah. Wow. I'm a horrible you, human being. You are. Yeah. Terrible. Okay, so do you want me to explain this, or do you want to explain this? Uh, you, you, you go for uh, it. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay, all right. So today, Alice and I actually watched a video by BuzzFeed Unsolved. Fun story. I'm a huge fan of BuzzFeed Unsolved. Yeah, I, there's many a time <laughs> that she's fallen asleep watching it. Like, <laughs> You think it's too scary for bedtime, but hey-ho, here we go. So today we watched a video called I Expose Online Predators Targeting Minors with Hypnosis. Now, this is a really hot, hot topic. topic. This video, we we watched it, we sat down, and, and then we immediately turned the recorder on because we, we have to say <laughs> something about it. But we sat down, looked at each other, and we were like... Whoa. This is a this is a topic yeah. that we need to discuss. Do you know what though? So we're quickly gonna do a run through of the video. So I'll explain yeah. the video for people who haven't seen it yet. Yeah. We'll also put a, a link to the video in the description down below so you can see exactly yeah. what we're reacting to. We're not gonna name any names of anyone who was in the video just out of uh, you know, I yeah. don't really wanna get shit on anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I learned so much after the Unisanus video that I never wanna go there again. Yeah, Yay. it's not going to be drama. No, no drama. So um, so here's the thing. So the video was all about a, a person called Emma um, and Emma's story. Emma was basically abused with hypnosis mm. over three years. Yeah. She had an experience where she was basically given an alternate personality called Winter, who was a uh, some sort of like almost stripper, sex worker, um, who lived in a CD motel in the back of their mind kind of thing, yeah. basically developing almost a DID situation where they had an alternate personality or as some might see it, like a Tulpa situation. But anyway, personality split because of personality play hypnosis that they've been doing. Now, uh, they were saying in the video that over the three years they were addicted to hypnosis by the people they were playing with through files they were listening to and also other things. Now, it was really cool I found with the video, and I'm just going to throw in my yeah, own little yeah. bit here. What I found really cool about the video is not only did they go and expose the stuff that had happened to Emma in the video through Emma's story, yeah. but they also exposed a lot of other things that had been happening within the hypnosis community. For example, they called out one rather large very toxic community on Discord. Mm. A community that Alice is involved in, I'm not involved in because well, Alice likes to um, use it to double check for our server. Saying that I'm involved. Well, no, is you're a not involved. Bit, uh... Yeah. Alice is there, but she's not participating no. in, in the shenanigans. Um, a lot of people know exactly what server we're talking about. If you don't, well, go watch the video. 
Yeah. Um, and they also called out um, another program. Yeah, another uh, file program that I've discussed at length before. Um, as friends of mine have been exposed to those things and had alternate personalities thrust into their minds without really knowing what they're doing. Yeah. So I think today, I know I wanted to come here and talk about it because I've had my own personal experiences with abuse in the online hypnosis community. And I think for me, part of me felt like I resonated quite hard with some of the things that were said. Yeah. Especially about the fact that there are people out there who can make you do things you wouldn't want to do with hypnosis through manipulation, through conditioning. And yeah, it's it's quite scary. Yeah, it is. You know, having my own yeah. experience, like I, I was in a uh, four-year-long abusive relationship with somebody who was um, basically changing parts of my personality yeah. uh, just little by little. And, and the thing is, sometimes the increments are so small that you don't actually notice things changing until it's too late. Yeah, I know when I was watching it, I was kind of like, wow, yeah, I know that happened to you sort of stuff. Like, yeah. And I, I noticed these things and I've also seen, like in my experience, I've had people try to do shit like that to me as yes. well. Yep. So there's a whole like, you're, you're mine and if anyone else hypnotizes you, you're, you're going to have like horrible physical pain yeah. or like if you don't get hypnotized by me, you're going to have pain. Yeah, when she was mentioning the pain triggers, because she was saying at one point that um, she would feel physical pain if, uh, if she didn't do what they said. And I've actually had that experience too yeah. where people have gone, oh, well, if you don't do what I say, you'll feel X pain, X where um, an ex of mine tried to install migraines into me. Yeah. And I, I get migraines daily now. So uh, <laughs> mm. it's not fun, I can tell you that much. Luckily at the time, uh, kinesthetic stuff didn't work on me very well. But yeah. at the time, I remember feeling like it was really horrible, really horrible. And um, the emotional and the, uh, what do you call it? Like, you know, the uh, mental the mental manipulation that goes into some of these situations is yeah. just disgusting. And um, for a long time, a lot of the hypnosis community have tried working on consent and making consent better so that people are, don't prey on people like this, you know? Especially because the girls seem to be overly, like, quite suggestible. And as somebody yeah. who is very suggestible myself, I felt for this person. Yeah, I know. Because she also mentioned that she started doing them sort of, what, like, 16, 17? Yeah. Um, was when she started into the erotic Which side of stuff. Which mirrors a lot of our own kind yeah, of, our own yeah. situations. Um, yeah. And when you're sort of getting into stuff at that point, you tend to be quite naive. But even 18, 19, like I joined yeah. the community at 18 thinking I was some like, oh, I'm an adult. I know how to handle myself. You don't at 18. Yeah. Christ, I'm 27 now, right? If I could go back and tell 18, 19, 20-year-old me some of to the stuff that it. was going <laughs> to happen to her, yeah, if, if she knew the stuff that was yeah. going to happen at 21, 22, 23... I mean, you know, I would have changed a lot about my behavior, even even up to when I was about 25. I was still going through situations with people where people were taking full advantage of me. Yeah. And that is not okay. Yeah. And I think as submissive, especially, like I feel, I don't want to say it doesn't happen to men, right? Yeah, but, but women have a bigger target painted on them, mm -hmm. typically. And I feel like there's a lot of submissive women in this community who get turned away eventually because they feel so scared for yeah. how people treat them. Yeah. Like a piece totally. of meat. I uh, mean, I felt like I was a piece of meat thrown around the place quite a while back. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I know um, also sort of like mirroring that 
in like our sort of friend group as well, like in our local scene, there's been several people who have who are like into hypnosis, but then a couple of people within like the five people we know that do hypnosis. Uh, New Zealand. Have, uh, you know, just turned people off like kink in general. So yeah. it's sort of one of those things where a, a few like bad actors can turn away and target a whole like group of people, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I think for me, and Alice and I discussed this before, because uh, you yeah. don't know this, but before the podcast, we write a few notes about what we're going to talk about. Yeah. And today we wanted to kind of discuss why this video is so important. Because BuzzFeed is a mainstream channel. So this is going to get the hypnosis community some mainstream attention, just a small amount. Um, and I feel like it's important to um, to talk about this. So we're going to talk about why it's important that BuzzFeed yeah. covers stuff like this. We're then going to talk about um, a little bit about mainstream ideals and kink and how they're starting to become kind of intertwined with each other. And then we're also going to go through some things about what we think they missed in and terms how, of safety. Yeah, and how we can fix yeah. that. So, um, Alice, here's the question. Oh, boy. Why is it important to have these discussions on such a large platform like BuzzFeed? I mean, it's like any sort of news article. Like, I know in 2020 there was a whole heap going around about, like, hypnosis being banned off OnlyFans. Yep. And it's just that sort of uh, attention uh, and those releases just get hypnosis and the hypnosis community in general just so much more attention, which is a good thing because then people realize, hey, actually, hypnosis isn't that weird. And not just that, I feel like a lot of the attention too, like especially in this video, they yeah. were bringing attention to issues that are humongous issues in the hypnosis community yeah. that people have tried for years to get – like. The files they mentioned, they mentioned a particular file series that we're not going to mention because the name is the trigger mm. <laughs> and it's very open. Wow, someone thought it's that a through. smart thing to do. Somebody thought that through right? real well. Yeah. yeah, but because they're bringing attention to that, now people in the community as well who may not have heard about it are going to know. Yeah. I mean, people are going to know, you know, like, I mean, BuzzFeed is so mainstream. My mom might see it and then go, oh, my God, I can't believe Yeah, I this mean, happened. this is the sort of thing which I'm scared that my parents are going to find, you know, because, yeah. like, uh, after I moved over here, uh, my parents did this whole thing where they managed to find your YouTube channel, yes, obviously, if you remember. Yep. Um, and then they were like, oh, my God, like, why didn't you tell us? all of this stuff. I'm like, well, what, what do you want me to say? Like, would you have let me move over here if I told you about that? Yeah, exactly. So I, this is one of the things, and now that I'm certified, like my parents are like, okay, so this is actually something that they're kind of both serious about. Yeah. But I'm just like worried if they see this and they're going to go, oh my God, that's just so dangerous. Like, why are they messing around with this sort of stuff? Do you think this video painted the community in a negative light, like overall? Well, that's the thing which I was also, which I wanted to talk about. Like, there's a positive light in that. Yes, the hypnosis community gets more attention, but also there are some people who will see this and go, oh my God, it's so dangerous. Like, what are we doing? Why are people allowed to do this? We need to shut it down right now. It's yeah. like, you know, when they go, oh my God, the gays are trancing the children. It's like, think of the children. Yeah, and I think... I think people have to remember, and again, minors were brought up in this video. Yeah. Um, however, uh, what I felt like was lacking almost is that, well, they didn't talk about name the predators, first of all, because they no. don't know who they were, um, which is a shame because I feel like if they'd, if they'd let it known who the predators were, then we could have gone, at least we can stay away from those people. But what they should have done is they should have also touched on 
things within the community which are mitigating these risks. And because, they did a little bit. I mean, they talked about yeah. a particular server that, that age verifies through photos. But, I mean, our, we've already talked about age verification stuff on this channel yeah. before and how actually difficult it is. We run our own Discord server and we don't go through the same age verification stuff that a lot of people do. But we also are very vigilant and diligent yeah. when it comes to yeah. um, trying to remove any potential miners as soon as possible because yeah. again it is a kink space yeah mm. so uh i guess for me it's just kind of this thing where a proportion of people who are going to see this are going to have like this panic reflex of totally it's so dangerous get rid of it so i do wish that they'd put a little bit more um sort of into the mitigating factors and all of and safety absolutely uh, but I do think that was overall like a good thing that hypnosis and hypno kink in general has a bit more of a media presence because that just helps more people come in, more people into community. And once they are in the community mm. and they find these safe places, mm -hmm. then they learn how to go about it safely as well. Yeah. And I think, yeah, again, something we found quite lacking was the lack of safety information. Okay. Yeah. So we understand these issues happen in the community cool we know that but how do you actually protect yourself from being a victim of these situations and that's yeah. something we're going to talk about later later on the podcast um but i just wanted to also touch on the idea that for me i have both a really great like wow this is awesome part of me thinking yeah. about this and then another part of me wonders that is this going to bring people to my channel who are there just to mock shame and who are going to criticize me because of what i do yeah. now Anyone who knows me knows I do my work with the utmost of high consent protocols as I possibly can. I have taken as many safety precautions as I possibly can as a content creator to try and make wonderful content for people on the internet. This means writing essays worth of descriptions. I've even voiced a track at the beginning of every file to say, read the damn description, people, because people don't. And then they comment on it and go, this is unsafe. And you're like, I well, didn't know no. that was in there. And then you go, no. well, did you read the description? Absolutely. Because, again, I have to not only protect you, I have to protect myself. Yeah. And that is so important for me. But I, I wonder, is this going to make the credit card companies panic more? Is this going to make the places like Patreon and YouTube panic more, you know, knowing yeah. that this is going on? Um, so I do wonder what the future for this is going to look like for hypnosis kink people like myself and like other content creators out there who are doing good, you know, because we're not all bad. Not everybody in this community is a predator. We're not all looking to prey on on minors and, and do all that kind of stuff. We have standards, a lot of us, quite yes. high standards. And um, I don't even play with people anymore because it's just too risky. And, you know, anyone with a presence knows how risky it is to play with people yeah. these days, regardless of where you're doing it or how safely you do it. Um, all right. So let's discuss real quickly how do we make things safe? So this person clearly got into some predatory situations, predatory people. Yeah. Okay. So this is kind of in two parts, but the first part is how do we find predatory people in the community? How do we spot them? How do we know that someone is predatory? What are the red flags or the signs? Yeah. And then the second part is, well, how do we make ourselves more safe just in case we end up in a situation with a predatory person? Yeah. So, What's some advice you would give for beginners getting into this uh, if they uh, or some red flags that you would be looking for for people not to play with? I, I mean, 
my, my first and foremost thing is always just like a gut, a gut reaction. Yes. Like if, if you talk to someone and they feel sleazy, they're like, like, you know, you just sometimes talk to people and you get like this like slimy, sleazy feeling from yeah, them. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, Many a convention we've been to and we've gone, oh. <laughs> that's usually a pretty good sign. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm not going to say, like, always just, like, if you think someone's a terrible person, don't just run around going, oh, they're a terrible person. No. Just because of that. But if you get, like, a feeling that something's not quite right. The vibe. Yeah. If, if there's something not quite right there, then listen to that. And if you then continue to go, like, okay, yeah, let's see where this goes, then just remember to take it with a grain of salt. So for me, that first, like, initial gut reaction is very important when it comes to sort of spotting people who are probably less safe but also like of course depending on your gut feelings you could also be very wrong yeah now I want to touch on something because again I was in a four-year relationship with somebody that I would deem quite predatory actually Mm. and I've been in rooms with many many predatory people in my life (laughs) that's not a that's not a brag I wish it wasn't this case (laughs) I have a great I have a great face for attracting predatory assholes and a terrible gut feeling for what people are bad I so do I, 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 I think I trust people too quickly you do but here's the thing for me I feel like some predators are so good at looking like the good guys that they come off as normal. So here's my tip for people who are new, right? You've just joined the community. You want to play with someone, but you're not quite sure if they're going to be predatory towards you. Make them wait. Make them wait as long as you feel comfortable and get to know them. If they don't want to wait and they'd like to own you tomorrow... They're probably predatory. And if you go like, actually, like, let me think about it. Let's talk to each other and get to know each other. If the next thing is like, well, what do you want to know? No. Then no. Or, or, or like, or, or the next thing is they list off like, I'm I'm uh, 21. I'm a manly man. I have a, a thick beard and, and the world's I largest like, penis. Yeah, <laughs> and and I like sticking my dick in things. Oh boy. Then um, I mean, then it's up to you. But personally. I wouldn't be playing with that person. Yeah, and I noticed like a lot of the predators that I've uh, been encountered with before, because I've I've been sexually, I, I I'll come out and say it. This is going to be triggering for some people. I've been sexually assaulted. I have been sexually assaulted not just once, not just twice, but a few times. Yeah. And uh, I've I mean when I say sexually assaulted, I mean I've been sexually assaulted online. I've also been sexually assaulted in person. Um, it's never gotten as far to penetrative sex, but it it got quite close. And you know what? Every single time those situations happened the the start was always fine the getting to know them was always fine but when it came to play it was always like what they say goes so when you're playing with somebody especially somebody you've never played with before or you don't know quite well establish some sort of uh, boundaries consent and negotiate everything if they don't want to negotiate everything or they start pushing things it could start small right it yeah. could start with oh but i want you to do this sexual thing oh i want you to do this but we didn't discuss it say no see what happens yeah if you say no and they turn around and they start yelling and screaming and getting all arsy at you you know that they're probably a predator sure. I've had the same reaction from every single person that I've said no to. Okay, these are the couple of reactions I've had, but mostly it is they will get angry at you real quick. They will yell, they will scream, they will get annoyed, they'll do the silent treatment, they will ghost you, they will say, oh, well, you weren't worth my time anyway. I had one guy turn around and say to me, well, I don't do hypnosis with my friends. 
So yeah. why would why did you think we're friends? And I mean stuff like that. They'll say anything they can to hurt you. We had one person cry in mm. our hotel room. Yeah. When I asked them to stop. But you know, like so what they'll either do is they'll either try and like like really attack you. Belittle you, or make you feel bad. Guilt trip you. Yeah. Absolutely. They will manipulate the crap out of you. And that person is not to be trusted. If they start any of that behavior, that is not a normal behavior. And I just want to make that clear. This is not normal. If, if you assert your boundaries and they try to make you feel bad. Or less than. Or, yeah, for asserting your own boundaries, mm-hmm. especially if you've already talked about them. Yep then that's usually a bad sign. And this isn't just people. This is communities. Mm. I mean, I had an entire Discord server turn their entire back on me when I said no to one person. Yeah. Because that person was more popular than me. Uh, Another thing which I think is really useful is getting outside opinions. Because as you said, like, a lot of the... uh, I I don't want to say, like, they're good abusers, but the successful abusers tend to come off as a great person. Totally. Absolutely. So if you sort of like ask around and people go like, oh, well, yeah, I've never actually seen them do any scenes, but I've heard that they seem like a great person. Yep. Um, or like you talk to people and go, well, yeah, that they like put on this front where they seem like a great person, but actually I think there's something a little bit deeper there. Yep. Then that's something to keep an eye out. And usually like if you can't tell, then one of your friends looking in might be going, hey, actually... Yep. That person's just using you. Yeah. Oh, so they came up and they have a wish list, which is like every single thing which you have like on your FetLife profile. Yep. Well. That's sketch. That's probably a little bit suspicious and they probably want something from you. Yeah. And I mean, abusers don't always do things that look really yeah. horrifying at first. So my ex-boyfriend who abused me, he... Uh, he started off really lovely and it was just kind of little playing here and there. And eventually after a year of playing, that's when things started to turn. So you might not even see anything from them. But your friends might. But your friends might, yeah. At the time, um, another thing to look out for, I always say, is are they trying to isolate you from these, from mm. your friends? Um, for example, I've had situations with people where um, they've said, I want to take you to coffee, but not with Alice. Yeah, And at that point, I start questioning, okay, but Alice and I are are a team here. We're a partnership. We are, you know, we're going to be married soon. We ain't splitting up. Why Why don't you you want her there? Yeah, You know, and I wouldn't feel comfortable going out somewhere for coffee with you without Alice. So why would you want me by myself? When people start doing stuff like that, that's when I start getting antsy. Or or if they only behave badly towards you in person, in face, in calls, but not, not via in text. text or in group situations. Yeah. Or in group situations. Yeah. If, cause like, those are like the really smart people who are like presenting. They thought this yeah. They're they presenting this, this front and whether or not they do it intentionally mm-hmm. or not, that's still just something that they're doing. They're showing two different sides in different situations. And remember, this doesn't just go for people. This goes for entire communities as well. Yeah. Um, I just want to mention, because they mentioned Discord servers and the thing, if you get into a Discord server mm. and everybody in the Discord server is acting the same way and they're peer pressuring you into stuff, please leave. Just leave. Don't, don't, give, them, don't give them your time. Don't bother. Yeah. Just leave. Um, peer pressure is a massive, massive form of manipulation and getting you to do things you wouldn't normally do. There's yeah. a server I know of where they do a basically a live sex show every week. Now, yeah. saying that out loud, people go, oh, that's gross. But then people go, 
and they just get kind of coerced into participating, but they yeah. don't even know what they're participating in. You know, these people are not sex workers. These are everyday average Joes going to this thing and all of a sudden they're fully naked on camera masturbating in front of a room full of people. You know, like, so you just have to be aware of your boundaries. And if you're not, if you know you are super suggestible to hypnosis and you know you're going to break your boundaries, tell someone else. Have them yeah. keep you accountable or write them down. You know, yeah. if you're by yourself, just say, hey, look, um, I'm by myself. I'm going to write my boundaries down. And if someone starts pushing you, you just go, wait a minute. I That's that's my boundary. Um, again, have someone else with you. Say, yeah. hey, Alice, I'm going to go into this Discord call today. I know someone's in there who wants to play with me. If things start getting weird, can you just, like, help me get out of there? Because yeah. I don't know if I'm going to have the sensibility to do it myself. You know, yeah. So just make friends. Don't don't isolate yourself, and and definitely don't let yourself be Isolated. removed from the group. Yeah, yeah, totally. And remember, if everybody's telling you to do it, you don't have to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's also kind of like a nice segue into part two. Hell yeah. Chucka chucka chucka. All Ooh. aboard the train. Woo -woo. All aboard the consent train. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about some basic, uh, basic safety tips for beginners. Okay. All right, so you're new to the scene, brand new. What kind of safety tips do you need to remember? What are super important safety tips? Oh, gosh. Um, and that's hard. Yeah. I, but also easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I guess, well, like, the very basic thing is communicate. Yeah. Like, talk to other people. Talk to the person you're playing with. Yeah. Go, like, hey, look, I'm not comfortable doing this. If they turn around and go, well, actually, I would really like to do that. And you go, okay, cool. Maybe we'll get around to that, but let's see how we go getting along at first. Mm -hmm. And if they keep pushing the matter, then blocked. Yeah. Yeah. Just remember blocking people, you're allowed to do that. Yeah. You're allowed to walk away from a situation. If anybody ever tells you that they think less of you because you've walked away from a situation or you've said no or you've withdrawn consent for any reason, then you need to leave. That place yeah. is a red flag. Um, I mean... Uh, Another, another big one is like the, if someone turns around and goes, well, I didn't abuse that person because all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. Bullshit. Like, yeah, sure. If you don't want to be hypnotized, you can resist being hypnotized. But then also but... that takes some knowledge of how do I know if I'm being hypnotized? I would say my biggest tip for beginners getting into this is learn a lot about subject agency. Mm. So if you're a submissive, especially people who are going to do a lot of bottoming, especially if you're yeah. like me and you're super suggestible, learn about saying no. Learn about uh, your limits, your boundaries, and just agency. So for people who don't know, subject agency is basically knowing and understanding that you have the ultimate power and control over everything that happens to you. Yeah. Reminding yourself of this. For some people, you might need a mantra. I am in control, I know my limits, I know my boundaries, and I know exactly what I'm going to do and what I don't want to do. Um, or giving yourself a, a pep talk before you go into anything, yeah. or just restricting your play to people you know really well. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's also like that sort of It's like idea. abstinence, isn't it? Yeah. It's like the hypnosis version of like safe sex, right? Only play with people you really like. Put that condom on your brain. <laughs> brain condoms. Brain condoms. Oh, that'd be a great file. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the next safety, one, blank, safety blanket, blanket but... part two. Brain, Brain condoms. condoms. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like with that, with subject agency also comes like the concept of if a trigger gets put in your brain, that's your trigger. Mm -hmm. It's not, it doesn't belong to the person who made it. Totally. It's in your brain 
it's yours. And you have control over that. So if you want to go, yeah, I'm not really feeling that trigger right now. I'm just going to throw it away. Or um, like if, if they word it in one way and you go, okay, I know what you mean by that. Um, but I also don't feel comfortable with it being like that. So if someone goes, every time you hear the word sleep and someone snaps their fingers, you'll fall into trance and you go, actually, I don't really want to do it that way. Um, how about I only let certain people do it? Mm -hmm. Then you're also allowed to do that regardless of if a hypnotist states that it only works for certain people. Um, but also they should be, they should, you know, close a trigger. That's generally a pretty safe thing to do. I'd also say, um, if you're new to the community, educate yourself. Yeah. Educate yourself. The best way to make informed consensual choices is to have information to yeah. be con informed, you know, to be consented to, you know. So if you don't have all the pieces of the puzzle, you're never going to know, like, what is too much or what is too not enough, you know. So yeah. especially when you're going into scenes with people, if you have an, a basic understanding of hypnosis and consent for hypnosis, then you can go in there empowered knowing that you know, you know what you're doing, yeah. you know. And if somebody then makes a mistake, like decides to uh, accidentally forego your consent and you bring it up to them, um, it can be A, a learning experience for both of you, or B, can show you that that person's not safe to play with. Yeah. You know, because either what's going to happen is if you bring a consent issue up to someone, it's going to go one of two ways. They're either going to get really mad about it and be like, meh, 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 no, I'm right, you're wrong, meh, meh, meh. Or they're going to turn around and say, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize I did that. I I will never do that again. And they'll show yeah. you that they that they won't do that again. Yeah. And, you know? and that can also be just for minor things. So like if you agree to do a bimbification scene and yep. you're like, look, I want to do bimbification, but also I don't like the sort of sexual aspect of it. Yep. If they then start using language about like loving cock, yeah. wanting to suck it, all Getting of that. Getting turned on. Yeah. Even. Then you can go, actually, that's not what we agreed upon. Yeah. And go like, hey, actually, I said I don't really like the sexual aspects of it. Why are you trying to do that? Totally. And if they go, oh, well, I, that's just what I like about it. Then you go, okay, but we agreed that we wouldn't be doing that. What's yeah. going on here? Yeah. And it could either just be a small oversight. And I went, oh, well, I, I thought that you just meant I didn't want to do anything physically. Yeah. But that sort of stuff's okay. Or they'd go like, uh, uh. Yeah. Uh. I actually had a so fun, this is not a fun story. Why did I say fun story? <laughs> fun story when I was abused this one time. No. Um, so basically I had a one experience with a guy online who I knew quite well through kick. Like we talked a fair, a fair bit and we, I thought we were, we were becoming mates or something, you know, he was just a guy friend um, that I had. And basically we'd agreed to do a scene together because, you know, we'd seen each other on kick heaps. We talked heaps and it'd been like six months or something that we started talking. It's like, okay, Okay, this is fine. So um, I had a boyfriend at the time who I called my master. Yeah. And I said to the guy, um, cool, I, I'll do a scene with you. He wanted to do robot play. I said, cool, I don't do a lot of robot play, so I'd love to try some. And I said, look, I two two big things. I don't do nudity on camera. Um, and I don't I don't want to call you master. Uh, I, I'm okay with um, giving you something, some other honorific or even just like no honorifics, but I would prefer that I just didn't call you master. I yeah. said, I don't want to be forced to call you master. So we're going through the scene. And wasn't we're going there through also the scene. a thing about your collar as well? No, that was a okay. different person. Okay. Yeah, that was another person. Uh, okay. I've had yeah. this happen to me twice. Yeah. This is insane, right? But um, so the, this guy then turned around and during the scene, he's like, and now when you're in robot state, you'll call me master. And every time I give you a, a command, you'll say, yes, master. And I, my brain just said, no, 
no <laughs> and you can imagine me in trance yeah. like no, no. <laughs> so anyway so and I woke uh, what? so he woke me up and he was like uh, I'm, I, something went wrong I'm going to try it again and I was like what what are you doing and then he tried to make me forget it and I said to him I told you not to do that to me. And he was like, no, 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 I'll be fine this time. I said, don't do it again. And he was like, okay, okay. And I did my dummy face, don't do it again <laughs> or I will spank you. And then uh, and then basically he dropped me down and he pushed it again. Yeah. He fucking did yes, it yes. again. Could not believe it. So I woke up at this point. I woke myself up. I was this yeah. angry. I woke up and I'm a Scorpio. So I started raging at him. I was like, I told you not to do that. I said, I am withdrawing consent. I don't want to play with you anymore. Goodbye. And I ended the call. And at that point, he messaged me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I blocked him. And I kicked him from the kit group that I was moderating. Jesus. <laughs> and that's how he got banned from that kit group. Wow. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, but uh, not awesome, but you know what I mean. It was it was empowering for me at the time because, you know, I, I had yeah. some power in the community. Yeah. So I was able to say, look, this person is not okay. Like... T- to push it twice in one scene after that's the one that's rule you were given, right? You're given one freaking rule and you break it. Um, no, I have had another situation though where yeah. I have a – I used to have a collar that I recently gave to a friend actually. It was part of a cosplay yeah. that I used to have. And um, it was my first collar. I bought it for myself and I was going to give uh-huh. it to the person that owned me. Aww, cute. cute sub things. <laughs> but I'm not a sub anymore, which is ironic. So I gave it away because, yeah. again, didn't mean anything to me anymore. I had this collar and um, I was playing with somebody quite famous. I'm not going to name names, but they're very well known in this community. Mm. And it's ironic we're bringing up this video, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. um, so anyway, um, they wanted me to wear this collar and they said, I want you to take photos of yourself nude wearing only this collar. And I had already said no, no photos. And I'd already said no nakedness. And yet here we were. And they said they kept pushing and pushing and pushing the collar thing. And I every time I just said no, and they said, what about a ribbon or a hair tie that you can put around your neck? Just anything that symbolizes that you're collared right now. And I just kept saying no, because again, when I was a sub, the collar meant so much to me. Yeah. That is like a wedding ring. That is yeah. so important. And I'm a I'm very into monogamy, right? Okay, so for me. That is a humongous deal that I've given someone this collar yeah. and they, they have that that ownership over me. And that was something we'd agreed on and that I was like, going to give away to somebody when they deserved it. This guy I'd known for like all of five seconds and just because he's a big fucking deal in the hypnosis community yeah. doesn't mean he gets to have that fucking level of control over me yeah. in one scene. So after the scene... Get this. This is where it gets even worse. And I know he removes all memory of it. He did. He wiped my entire memory of the last three hours of us playing together. So I went to a friend of mine who was extremely clever, who I appreciate so much, and I hope he hears this and understands how amazing he did for me that day. I went to him and I said, I have no idea what happened because he saw me. The scene got quite public in one of the kick groups we were in, and he saw me and he was like, "What happened with so and so, who I won't name because I don't want to get." Uh, shit on for this because again a ah, woman in the hypnosis community totally gonna get shit on by the uh, gross dudes out there but anyway um, he said what happened with so and so and I said I have no idea and he goes uh, Dylan I saw it I saw the chat I saw everything that was happening to you like it went on for a while are you okay I said I have no idea what happened and he's like should we fix that and I said yeah, we should. And yeah. he goes, I think I can do it. And he he found a way to retrieve three hours of my memory. Yeah. And I'm amazing at memory play. So the fact he managed to do that was awesome. Yeah. 
Um, and yeah, he fixed it and we talked about it and he was like, you should bring this up. And you know what? I never did. No. The reason I never did is because this person has a lot of more followers than me. He has a lot more control in the community and people think he's a great human being. I have had this experience and I've sat on it and I kind of feel shitty that I sat yeah. on that because again, I could have helped so many other people, but if I talk out about it and I name the person, then I'm going to get shit on. Yeah. And I don't want my entire career ruined by somebody who could easily just take me down. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So anyway, that was a bit of a segue, but I just wanted to say like, look, if, if this happens to you, you went on alone. Yeah. I really, really hope that we can help people moving forward so as to not get in these situations. Um, before we end, this video talked a lot about personality play in uh, particular. So I thought we could quickly give some, uh, some safety tips on how do we do better personality play. <laughs> Alice? Can, can, can I just say number one? Yeah, number one. Don't. Don't do it. Yeah, and, and here's the thing, right? Personality play can get so dangerous, can't it? I, I mean, the thing is... There are classes on it at cons, but, like, yeah, if the, I hadn't gone to a class at a con, I, I wouldn't do it. Like, I don't do it. I mean, yeah, there are classes at cons, but then it's very um, arguable whether you can say that it's safe. Sorry, before we go into this, it. do you want to quickly define personality play? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I just thought about that. I was like, so, people might not have seen the video yet. So. Yeah. So, I mean, I would define it as sort of anything that is based around either permanently changing or altering or replacing your personality or creating a new personality. Yeah. Um, such as uh, like tulpas, uh, which are apparently a cultural appropriation. So we should probably really? call them alters Alters. Instead. Okay. Um, oh, sorry, I don't know anything about uh, DID stuff or, or yeah. alternate personalities or anything, so yeah. I don't know what's appropriate to say these days. Because, um, well, well, one of the big things that I um, have heard talk about from, because we have quite a few people with uh, DID we do. and similar things within our server. We do. It's really awesome, actually, um, to see that kind of dialogue happening. Yeah, and it's great to see like the sort of diversity within Hypnosis Kink, because obviously Love this it. wasn't a big thing that was talked about a while no. ago. No, But like... As soon as you start looking at creating alternate personalities, that yep. actually has a very big consent portion because did that personality consent to being hypnotically created? Oh, my God, Alice. So you get into this whole thing of, oh like... Oh, no, ethics and yeah, theories. Yeah, you get into, like, this whole, like, ethical dilemma of um, is an alternate personality actually another person? We should have a debate sometime when we talk about that. That'd be a great we, we debate. We should have someone in who actually has experience with <sighs> this themselves. We should. If anyone has experience with this, can you please uh, at us or comment below yeah, or, or hit us up on Discord? Yeah, because we'd love to hear from you. Um, we have our email in the description below if you'd ever want to come on yeah. an episode of the podcast to talk about this. Because again, yeah. So that's personality play in a nutshell. Yeah. So Alice obviously said, said the best the best way to prevent anything wrong Going happening wrong. Yeah. is by not doing it. Yeah. But if you really if you're if you're if you really like the idea of personality play, how do we go about it a bit more safely? I mean, uh, we've heard a few rules thrown around in the yeah, community. Yeah. I guess one thing that I've heard quite often, especially mm -hmm. in the context of like drone play, yep, is like a partition on a hard drive. You section it off into its own little sandbox. Yep. And it just doesn't leave that area. So yeah. when you're in hypnosis and you want to mess around with it, you go to that like sandbox, you go to that partition. Yes. And um, it's just there. Yes. And it doesn't leach anywhere else. Mm -hmm. But you have to then be careful to make sure that it 
doesn't leach anywhere else because one of the big things with that is if it does somehow manage to get out of that section. Which it can. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I've had that happen to me, actually. Then, then it usually doesn't end very well. No. I know Um. also when you're looking at sort of doing uh, role plays and you have characters within a role play, yep. you're better off not naming the character. Yeah, I had a problem with that. naming the person because as soon as you give um, like an identity to it, there's more chance of it becoming its own entity. Especially when well. there's trauma involved. Because I, I heard yeah. with DID, the way DID yeah. happens is you yeah. go through a traumatic experience and then your personality kind of splits. Typically it's at a younger age when your personality is yeah. still forming. But who's to say that your personality couldn't split later on in life because of yeah. a traumatic experience that happens there, with hypnosis? There are also ways to force the split. Really? Which is where you get into uh, what they call like... Tulpamancy. Tulpamancy. Yeah. Where you're creating these altars yourself. Oh, my God. Um, traditionally, I believe that... Um, and people are more than welcome to correct me in the comments. Again, we don't know much about I don't about know tulpas. much about this, but... Um, Tulpas are actually like, I think it's a Hindu um, or like a Buddhist uh, like meditation. Oh, really? Thing. So you actually meditate and you can sort of create personalities Whoa. through meditation is sort of, uh, and that's why it's um, cultural appropriation from what I've heard in passing from other people. Oh, I didn't know Because it's that. actually got this whole like religious and cultural significance behind it. I know there's a lot of tulpamancy stuff on YouTube because I've actually delved into the rabbit hole of tulpamancy on YouTube because I wanted to know, um, A, what these people are doing. Because as a certified hypnotist, you and I have some very strong ethical Opinions. and consensual concerns with that kind of behavior. Yeah. And B you know, these people are not qualified. So what kind of hypnosis are they actually doing and what kind of harm could they be doing? Yeah. So that's the only reason why I've delved into it before. But I was just yeah. going to touch on, on the, the naming of the personality thing because yeah. I've had two situations in my life where I've actually had issues with um, alternate personality stuff. So yeah. I had a, a situation with a, a guy way, way, way back uh, when I was about 19 and I had this um, personality split where basically he tried to put me into like... Um, having like my regular normal self and then my slave self, which is like the slave self that's yeah. always like super obedient and all this and that and just focused on whatever he wants kind of stuff. And I remember one day um, I was walking my dog and all of a sudden I started dissociating and I realized that slave state was like taking over my body, yeah. like in the middle, in the middle of public just because my, something happened, I, I can't even remember why it just kind of happened. And I was like, well, wait. And that was the first time I was like, this is dangerous. Yeah. Then the second time was I had an ex-boyfriend. Um, people will remember my crystal bimbification yeah. stuff. Crystal. So crystal was a, a bimbo a bimbo part of myself that a few people have played with. I've played with a few exes now with that yeah. personality. We ended up destroying her because she actually ended yeah. up in situations where she was kind of starting to creep out at times that when were not appropriate. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like for me, um, as a certified hypnotist, I know a lot about wording suggestions, right? So when you are doing personality play, and this is just from my own experience, right? If you are topping a personality play scene, please, A, do like Alice said, yeah. don't name yeah. them. And second of all, when you are wording the suggestion, make sure you are 
very, very, very clear about the whys and the hows of how the personality comes forward and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I was also talking to someone in the comments of my video because they were like, look, I'm really concerned about personality play. Mm. And I said that maybe you and I would would make a video or, yeah. or even just a podcast like this on personality play more in depth. Yeah. And I guess this kind of covers a little bit of it. Well, I mean, it would also be great to like cover it with someone who is no, more small. into it. Yeah. But also, if we could get someone with DID mm -hmm. or with alters, yeah, that could also, I think, provide a really unique perspective. To yeah. It. So if you want to be part of a, an episode like that, yeah. then let us know. Um, but what I was gonna say is, um, just making sure that you just lock everything down mm. super specifically, or if you're going to make a personality uh, play out of it. Like, don't even make it a personality. Just make yeah. it a, a role play. So yeah. what I was describing to the person is instead of saying, okay, so whenever I say uh, bimbo time, you will become your bimbo personality, Sandra. You know, instead yeah. of all that malarkey, which could end quite badly as Sandra then takes over yeah. someone else. Um, Sandra. It's not really a bimbo name, is it, no. Sandra? It's more like Sandy with an I. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, classy. Sorry, I watched too much South Park. Classy. I hate to admit that I watched South Park, but I kind of love it. But anyway, um, so what I said to this person was make it a role play. So make yeah. it like instead of you um, having a split personality between you and the bimbo. It's you stepping into yeah, the role. Yeah, exactly. Because I know we've, we've, play played around, we've played around with some of that sort of stuff. Totally. Of like so it's not like a your bimbo self is different. It's just a it enhances aspects of already who you are totally. or it's stepping into like a role. I would also say you should never, ever, ever, and this comes from a discussion we had last night, you should never, ever, ever use an alternate personality to um, be, uh, to, to use as a therapy for you. Yeah. So I'm just saying like, you should never have a dependence on your alternate personality or alternate state. A lot of people talk about, um, like addictive stuff um, becoming a crutch for them. Yeah. If you ever get into a place where hypnosis at any time becomes an addiction, becomes a crutch, becomes something you need to exist as a human being. You need to look into that. You might need to look into that, yeah, because there's a very fine line between this is fine, I like it because it's fun and kinky and I'm super into that and I'm involved in the community into... I'm addicted, I need this, yeah. or it starts making permanent changes in your everyday life. There are a lot of files out there that, that deem to be permanent, and whether or not they are permanent, it, it's a big question mark. But at the same time, I've had arguments with people where they've said, oh, well, this can't affect you. It can. I've had experiences where I've had files stuck in my head while I've been in public places yeah. where I should not have been engaged in that kind of behavior. And yeah. it, it really saddens me to think that there are people out there still who are engrossed so uh, deeply into this habit. And it's not even a fun thing at this point. It's yeah. just a habit. It's something that they need to do. Exactly. That, that they can't function as a regular human being. So if you ever get to the point where you are losing your life because of it, and I understand some people like 24-7. Yeah, some people love the idea of 24-7 TP and that's fun and that's that's fine but you know what at the end of the day you are a human being you need to be able to do your human being things like go to work and live your life and do what you want to do you know like yeah. if it ever encroaches on that and you lose the ability to be able to one day say actually I don't want to do that anymore then maybe you need to look at look at that. And I know it sounds super dramatic and super like, oh, cat, cat, almost catastrophic, you know, Cata 
catastrophic. I don't want to. I don't want to be. Yeah, I don't want to be like like oh overly cautious, yeah. but at the same time, I always feel like it's better to err on the side of caution than not. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you know how I'm, I have had nowhere near as much exciting stuff as you, <laughs> if you want to call exciting. it exciting. Oh god, unquote. it's not um, exciting. <laughs> but like, yeah, you know, I'm. A very cautious person. Yes. Alice is the most cautious um, of both of us. I'm like the free spirited, like, it'll be fine. And Alice is like, oh my God, can you just think about this for a second? Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, I haven't got myself into as many like sort of weird situations. Yeah. But Good. like. <laughs> Good. You've come unbroken. <laughs> <laughs> my Alice came 100% unbroken. Can I, uh, can I swap my Dylan? I think she's, <laughs> she's broken. In many, many ways. Manufacturer's warranty. It only please. lasts a year. I got the five year. Did you? Anyway, what were you gonna say? Um, I don't even remember now. Yeah. Uh, so something about um, yeah, just you know, it's okay to take things slow. Yes. Some people go, oh my god, I had like this most profound, amazing experience, and it's okay if you don't have that. Yeah. It's okay if you don't go out and get abused by people online. It's okay not to be mind fucked every night. Like, yeah. It's chill to have a night by yourself just watching the wrestling and eating chips. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. just remember you're a human being. Yeah. And I, I, I just want to end this by saying I really feel for Emma, and I'm so, so glad that this had a happy ending. Um, The whole time, I don't, why am I tearing up? Ah, oh, oh, no, I just, I just really feel very strongly that everybody deserves to be happy with their kink and yeah. do it consensually in a way that makes them happy. And I feel like watching that video, you could tell she wasn't happy the whole time. No. And things got totally fucked up, you know, in a big way. But I'm really glad that Emma is getting the help that she needs and that she has somebody in her life who is super supportive of that and she has people on her side now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's sort of like, yeah. If it's a big thing. anything like this happens to you, you're not feel, alone. Feel free to reach out. Seriously, we are more than happy to to read your emails and listen to what's going on, you know, even if we think it's bizarre because we hear bizarre things every day. Yeah. You know, probably even if you think what happened to you is weird, we've probably done weirder, trust me. <laughs> we've been through some shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, final thoughts, Alice? Oh, gosh. Um, we've covered so much ground. Uh, <laughs> no, we did. It's almost been an hour this yeah, time. So yeah. Um, we did good. So final thoughts is uh, good for the community to talk about it. Yes. Bad for the community to talk about it. Yes. Um, <laughs> because, you know, like, uh, I love that sort of hypnosis is getting more light. I love it too, yeah. But That's I also... That's why my channel's here. Yeah, I, I mean, both of us are so big on, like, the... We just want people to know about hypnosis. And talk about and it. And talk about it and know that it's not weird. Because then if people know that it's not weird and know about it, then it also... Let's these uh, lets people who have been abused come forward and say, "Hey, look, actually, yeah. this happened to me." People don't don't just look at them. And go, isn't hypnosis fake? Yeah, exactly. You you're making that up. Exactly. Because like that doesn't help anyone. No, it doesn't. Um, but then also like it's bad because people look at it and go, "Oh my god, that's so dangerous. I don't want to do it." Yeah. So we sort of need to have equal amounts of like, look, be safe. Yes. But also a. This is how to be safe. Yes. And just a look out for yourself. Yes. Like, 
you're not it, like you're responsible for yourself but you're also responsible for the people you play with and before we go as well i'd just like to shout out a couple of safety things that you yeah. can do um so hi uh you can head over to my channel that is uh, youtube.com slash c slash the secret subject hypnosis yes i have my own url wow. again what so yeah I'll, I'll put it in the description below but i have links to three files is it three or two i think it's two now um one is called the safety blanket yeah. that is basically a um a safety for your brain to remind yourself that you have agency and control over the triggers you get so basically when you listen to it it's like wrapping a safety blanket around your brain to make sure that you are safe brain again condom. yeah i was gonna say expect part two brain condom <laughs> youtube is gonna hate that i'm gonna put brain condom in the title they're gonna be like and blocked and demonetized <laughs> and you delete this person she's clearly mad and then the <laughs> second file i wanted to tell you about today was um my uh it's called ultra fast trigger removal mm, it is six minutes yeah. of very fast nlp i basically pull triggers out of your brain and throw them in the corner um my corner is very dirty um luckily Likely we, we have, have a, a roomba. roomba now <laughs> the roombas are full of suggestions these days yeah the, i have to empty all those out every week all yeah. the suggestions compiling out i'm like what have you guys been listening to <laughs> jesus christ so yeah so please feel free if you have any triggers that you don't want go listen to that a lot of people have recommended other people's trigger removal files to me but um i've heard there's some issues with those that, so just yeah. Just listen to mine. That, no, well, yeah, there's a lot of people who do trigger removal files. Um, I'm sure you can find which ones work for you and which ones you like. Um, obviously, do we, mine. we haven't done them, um, so we can only recommend hers. Yeah. So. Um, mine is also not, not going to remove every trigger in your head. It's very specific yeah. to only the triggers you want removed get removed and everything else gets left alone. Yeah. But, you know, if you're in a situation where you're like, oh, that person put that thing in me and I don't like it, just go listen to that. You don't even need to and ask then, them. You don't need to contact them. You can block that person for all I care and go listen to my file and be fine. And then the other thing is, you also have the power to remove or deactivate any triggers that you want just by going like, no. Yes. I don't want that. Um, a cool a cool thing that I think I did with the trigger removal file is imagining you pulling the words out of your head and then holding that in your hand and then just letting it go. Yeah. That's a really cool self-hypnosis thing. You could do like literally today. You can just sit there, meditate on it for a while, think about that trigger, pull it from your brain, imagine it like really viscerally in your brain, like being being removed and just throw it away. Or even put it in a bubble and, and move it away from yourself or something like balloon. that. Balloon. Release a helium balloon oh, with absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you could throw it in the ocean for like how you could yeah. skip it like a pebble across the water. That's a really cool trigger removal <laughs> I idea. Know. I should totally make that. The pebble, we'll call it the pebble trigger removal file. The pebble. Brain condom. <laughs> Part of the brain condom series, of course. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I also wanted to quickly, um, I know this is me shilling all my stuff. I'm so sorry. We'll we'll end with this with me yeah. shilling some stuff and then we'll, we'll go. But my last thing I want to say is I have an entire hour-long class on consent. If you'd like to listen to that, please go and check out my channel. Again, I'll put a link in the description below. It just helps you, especially if you're new, to kind of get the lay of the land in terms of consent mm. and hypnosis. Yeah, I think that's also, it. Also, there's all sorts of classes at conventions. So if you ever yes. go to a hypnosis convention, there's pretty much always something around consent. Yes. Um, there's usually something that is at least like half around uh, subject agency. Yep. Or empowerment. Um, or, yeah, or subject empowerment. So those are also very good resources. And just remember, if you're ever in a situation where you're feeling attacked or hurt or anything, do not stop talking. Find yeah. people, go to Discord, message somebody, throw it in a general channel. Hey, I just had the session today and I don't feel good about it Ch and see what happens. Chances are there's someone who would have had a similar experience to you. And there'll be someone there who can help. Yeah. Yeah.
So thank you so much for listening today. I know yeah. today's been an extra long, like extra heavy long, topic. heavy topic. I know. So let's all We're shake that off like now. We're going to have to like throw a whole heap of like Ooh. CWs in the description. I know. All right, everyone, just shake it off. Shake it off. All right. Thank you so much for listening. If you're new to this channel, uh, feel free to subscribe here to Hypnotic News. You can also find us where any good podcast can be found. Yeah. So make sure you follow us on places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all those other kind of cool places. Buzzsprout, so many places. YouTube. We, Everywhere. We're everywhere now. We're literally you everywhere. You can't get rid of us. You'll never escape. <laughs> Whoa, that got kinky. All right, Alice, where can they find you? Uh, well, on Twitter, um, at Lil Allison. Again, links will be down below. Yeah, and uh, same and with me. Discord. You can find both of us in our Discord server. Yep. Uh, you're more than welcome to join, provided you are 18. Yes. If you are not 18, we will find we will you find you and we will get very upset and we will ban you yes as i said in my my discord entrance video we will yeet you off the face of the planet we will yeet you we will delete you <laughs> yeet and delete all right um and again if you want to find my hypnosis stuff super consensual hypnosis you can find it at uh youtube.com slash c slash the secret subject or on twitter or, all those fun or places. if you just search the secret subject you'll find it yeah. Thanks, SEO. Yeah. Trust me, I tag everything real well. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening to Hypno Kink News. And remember, it's not drama. It's, it's just, just news. news. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.